0: Much-needed rain fell over parts of southern Manitoba this week. I caught up with Warren McCutcheon, who farms near Carmen, Manitoba.
1: Uh, It was really variable, which has kind of been the story all year. Uh, You know, we need to gauge every mile or half a mile. I know Carmen got drilled pretty good yesterday, kind of hearing three and a half, four inches, maybe a lot of it coming in, you know, within an hour. And we're just of Carmen here, about three miles, and we kind of range anywhere from... You know, maybe close to three inches close to town to uh, less than an inch, probably because so you got past uh, used to hold wood. So, yeah, really variable, but uh, we're kind of maybe an inch and a half on most of our stuff. So, really ideal. Pretty much couldn't have ordered a better rain for this time of year. We were we were uh, really looking for that and you know, what a blessing.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, just expand a little bit on, on what the rain is going to mean going forward here.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's definitely buys with some time here. I mean you see some hot temperatures coming in the forecast for next week and if we hadn't received that rain, I mean things were starting to go backwards a little bit here. Um, you know, the uh seemed like it was stalled out a little bit. The wheat was definitely hurting. I think some oats around it looked really sickly, especially if, you know, herbicide had gone on here recently. They, they really put that hot, dry stretch tough. Um seems like corn and beans actually look really good. They come out of the ground, uh come out of the ground nice, termination looks good and they should uh, they should roll here now we've got uh got some moisture in the wind
0: yeah and i guess just just going forward uh, do you expect the crops will sort of bounce back from this uh uh heat uh, heat wave here
1: it's hard to say i you know things like wheat uh they definitely were going backwards uh, i think there's still decent potential there but it does look like it accelerated some of that growth a little bit prematurely uh Hard to say whether there was some damage done there with those really hot temperatures and dry conditions for the last few weeks. But time will tell on that stuff here in the next few weeks. Um, but I think crops like corn and beans definitely uh, there's still full potential. Just you know, it'll be dependent on you know if we can keep getting fed with those rains throughout the summer here, every every week or ten days, and you know doesn't get too crazy hot. But uh, we haven't lost much on those for sure with the tough conditions.
0: That was Carmen area farmer Warren McCutcheon. Golden West reporter Barry Lamb spoke with Barry Reimer, who farms near Killarney, Manitoba.
2: Well, we were really pleased. We had uh, at our home farm, we had two inches of rain, which was such a blessing. And then our north farm got an inch, but it's had more rain throughout the year. But here at our home farm, it was so dry. We thought we were going to lose our whole crop. And this just brought us all back to life.
3: How are the crops looking right now with this rain and everything?
2: Um, well, some of the, crop, well, the crops were hurting. The canola we seeded later till like Tuesday after the May long weekend. And it was still doing okay because it had a bit of moisture to survive on. But the early wheat was really suffering. It was, it was starting to yellow and die off basically. And there's patches all over the place because some didn't even germinate until it finally did rain.
3: And once this rain has arrived does that help for the crop to bounce back and uh, you have high hopes things look look good or have a good chance of uh, being a normal year then
2: Well I'm very optimistic with the canola. I'm spraying that right now as we speak and it, it looks really nice, but I think the weed took a bit of a kicking. I I time will tell, but I don't think it'll be the biggest crop, that's for sure. Um, but but yeah, in the canola, I think, will be okay, but the wheat is, I think, that's set back somewhat, and the oats as well.
3: So about weeds and or insects? Uh, what, what's happening that way?
2: Um, well, we got a little bit of insect issue just on the outside rounds. We sprayed them for insecticide, but that's it. The rest of the field, not bad at all. I think it was even too dry for them to survive.
3: Was the rainfall fairly general in the the Clarney area as far as you know, Barry?
2: Um, as far as I know, I think it was pretty much general. Everybody had pretty much the inch, but uh, further east you went, the heavier it got, and that's why here at our home farm we got two inches, and and uh, we even got washouts. Like it's hard to believe that the ground could be wet for once after the year that we've had.
3: And moving forward, how much our uh, timely rain still needed uh, to to help with maturity?
2: Well, yeah, we're going to need some more timely rains. That's for sure, but. I don't know, I've, I've got a real optimistic weather forecast I'm looking at. It says another inch and three quarters for tomorrow, so I hope they're right. But we've heard all these stories. We've been looking at the long-range forecast and always hoping for more, and it showed more and it never showed up, so it's real disheartening. But, uh, yeah, the subsoil moisture is just not there. Like, like, there's just nothing further down, virtually nothing. I think we're at, like, 21% or something like that.
0: That was Barry Reimer, a farmer near Killarney, Manitoba, speaking with Golden West reporter Barry Lamb. (music) Continuing on today's Prairie Eggwire, Glendalee Allen Vosser focuses on the importance of native prairie. Today, she chats with Austin Barron, an agra environmental Specialist with Saskatchewan's Ministry of Agriculture.
4: Austin, how much of Saskatchewan do we see as actually having intact native prairie it's actually only approximately 19 percent of our native prairie remaining intact in saskatchewan and it is one of the ecosystems with the highest risk of conversion in the whole world Um, here in the southwest part of the province we are home to a lot of the remaining intact native prairie in saskatchewan so why are we so concerned about protecting native prairie Well, in addition to their aesthetic value, Native Prairie is home to a very diverse plant and animal community with a variety of grasses, forbs, and shrubs, all of which are super important to wildlife habitat. Approximately 80% of Saskatchewan species at risk call Native Prairies their home. In addition, these prairie plants are well adapted to local climate and moisture conditions, making them more resilient to disturbance and extreme weather events that non-Native species Um, that are used for livestock feed or grain production. Having a diverse mix of native plants also allows for staggering flowering times, which provides food sources for pollinators throughout the growing season. Some people view native prairie as being wasteland that isn't suitable for crop production. Native grasslands are actually one of the largest biomes in the world and are super productive. In Saskatchewan, native prairie is considered by many to be of low agricultural capability because of the topography and soil textures that are unsuitable for conventional farming. The reality is, however, that native prairie offers other benefits and is an invaluable asset that offers many cultural, social, and ecological goods and services. For example, our native grassland systems cycle massive amounts of water and nutrients, including storing carbon and cycling cycling, nitrogen, and oxygen. Can you talk a little bit about how ranchers and and cattle play a role in conservation here? Native prairie evolved under systematic grazing pressure from large ruminants, specifically the vast herds of bison that once roamed the Great Plains. Today, ranchers using good grazing management have taken over the responsibility of keeping our native grasslands healthy. They do this by managing... For things such as litter layer thickness and plant community. Healthy cows and sustainable ranching operations need well cared for forage resources. So ranchers watch carefully for indications of imbalance and adjust their management to address those imbalances in the system to keep our native prairies healthy. I've been talking with Austin Barron. Austin is an Agri-Environmental Specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler.
0: That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.